0: Welcome to the scariest things podcast your gateway to tropes and trends of the horror genre this is spooky time number 11 Ooh. and this is Mike Campbell joined by
1: Eric Lee, Lee. <laughs> at <laughs> the same,
0: same time Mike pointed tonight, we up where the, the
1: pictures kind of merged together
0: Oh sure, sure. Tonight we're celebrating the Liz reminded us this is the 20th anniversary of House of, House 1000 of a 1000 Corpses. Thousand. So buckle in, Eric, because the next half hour we're talking about House of 1000 Corpses. No, we're not talking about that. Can <laughs> you believe oh, that's, it's been 20 we're gonna years? That. That Rob we're going yeah. to yeah, yeah. save that. We're going to yeah, we're going to save that. That's him that's too special almost. to be packed in 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah.
2: We don't have that kind of time. So special.
0: No. Well, what are we talking about today? Eric, I know you had you had some things you wanted to yeah, get, get off your chest and out there into the ether cuz there's some very special things that dropped into the ether this week, yeah.
1: Yeah, there we you know, Liz and I um I'm I'm still coming down from the festival high. Uh right. going through Go festival to... withdrawals
0: a podcast uh, from last week that we yep. dropped just a couple days ago Actually, every yeah. last element yeah
1: and uh, so no need to really do the recap on it other than to say that I really love going to uh, festivals and this was probably the best one since 2018 uh, might even be better than it might be the best one I'd ever, I've ever been to relative to the quality of the films that were delivered so Holy
0: moly um, best festival you have ever been to
1: yeah I think wow. I, i've got I've got two five star films I've got two I got a four and a half star and then three other four star films that I saw all
0: right so all
1: right. that but if you want to know what they are you're gonna to have to listen to our other podcast yep. um there was
0: there was a couple four stars in there you were awful generous with I, I liked even say I, which ones i
1: liked i liked <laughs> i know I liked one of them a lot more than you did you said one of them was really boring I actually really oh, liked it oh.
0: Yeah, so in fact,
1: to the point where you were afraid to actually post a review on one of the ones that I really liked. So,
0: uh-huh. uh ha.
1: But uh, also, if you had posted that, our our uh, one of our friends uh, who is a regular at the podcast. Hmm. <laughs> uh, anyhow, you're gonna have to listen into the to the podcast to get my opinion, and if you want Mike's opinion, you're gonna have to call him, and I'll give you yep. give you his phone number oh. if you need it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the landline. So, so the special things that that uh, did land are one is a movie that all three of us really liked. I'm throwing, and uh, you can read Mike's review of Talk to Me, uh, which, mm-hmm. which debuted actually at Sundance, then went to South by Southwest, and then went to Overlook. Uh, it's tearing up the festival circuit, and this was the special screener at Overlook. Uh, Mike, you gave it how many? You give it four and a half. I'm giving it five, uh, but I probably it, should dial why, it back. I should dial it back because the Foley work sucks.
2: Yeah, the sound sucks. Um, so that's where
0: the half star here's goes. why I gave it four and a half. That the end doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> yeah, um, but listen, I we talked about that at length after South yeah. by Southwest, and I kept going. So is she? Is she a, a look, genie? Like is this? she a yes. demon? Is she <laughs> the, in another spirit realm? Is she is she, is she dead?
1: I think that's the big dead? thing. I think yeah, I think she, that is yeah, the what? big that's the overriding question. I think the answer right, is right. yes. But
2: don't listen. We're not spoiling talk to me for but, most of the people who have not seen it. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's July twenty eighth. Uh, July twenty eighth. But uh if you want to get a better look at what we're talking about, the trailer just dropped this week. Uh and it's a it's a short, quick one. Uh the people at Eight Twenty Four really know how to do a trailer, um, yes, they do. and for me, this was I had to do the veil of cowardice many times. I was mm-hmm. sitting there waving at the screen. Liz pretty much enjoying Eric watching me. Eric
2: was just me. like teenagers are stupid. <laughs> I <was> like, yes, <laughs> it's like what yes, are you they doing? Are. Yes, Don't they do are. <laughs> it.
1: Check your watch. You you know the rules. You go
2: home. Yeah, yeah. and.
1: and um, uh, but in order to understand sort of what I'm talking about, the trailer does a pretty good job of actually giving you enough information to get you to the theaters. Um, take it from all three of us; it's a really good watch. It's it it will it will have you thinking and debating like we were just doing thirty yeah. seconds ago. Check that one out. The other there was another one that but I landed... think we'll
0: be talking about it at the end of the year. Yes. Oh yeah. That's my yeah. No, it's it it will That's be. That's my in... prediction.
1: Yeah, I I I really do think this is. This is a movie that's going to break out wide amongst horror audiences. I don't think it's going to make yeah. a big impact on non-horror audiences because it's just too much. I think it's right. it's it is going to be too intense for your general population. They're not going to be able to handle it, and they're I guess, you know, I said scariest movie I've Woo. seen since Hereditary. Yeah. So Woo. Yeah.
0: Eric's throwing down the gauntlet, yep. horror fans.
1: So yeah, horror fans, you go can't, check can't, it out. And it's you can't handle it. It's you and can't it's more, handle it. And really, it's more about the intensity and in the situations than the gore. It's just sure. really, yeah. really intense um, yep. in, in the way that I'd say the same thing about Hereditary. Um, yep. All right. And then the second thing I wanted to make mention of is a movie that I'm really looking forward to is the Andre uh, Overdahl uh, production, which is Last Voyage of the Demeter. Mm-hmm. They just put out a trailer, universal production, big budget. Our friend David Dasmalchin is in it um yeah. liam cunningham from from game of uh, game of thrones is in it um they don't ha- they need to get the a24 trailer guy on board because it's not it's 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 a pretty sluggish trailer um
2: yeah it does not make you want to get your butt in the seat to be honest yeah, with, yeah.
1: <laughs> and and despite they need all john
0: the, foley is what they need
1: that's right john you yeah. need to give him some advice um yeah. Come on. because everything Punch it up a little Based upon the story, which is about the transport of Count Dracula from Romania to London, as Bram Stoker had had suggested in his uh, novella, Uh, and this is the fate of the crew who had to take take him along. It doesn't go well, but they drag that poor trailer out, lots of stuff in a ship, so there's going to be a lot of dark, wet spaces. Eh, I think... I think I think a, an extended discussion, more exposition, would have probably been a better way to handle it. Um,
0: and you and you put this on your uh, looking forward yeah. to yeah. for twenty twenty. As Robert did, did yeah. as did Joseph. Robert. And Joseph, and Joseph. Yeah. all right. Because it's the right. provenance
1: on this thing. It's it's
0: got Dracula's. Yeah,
1: and and we love you know we love us some David. Who, oh who's yes, been,
0: I was, we don't love
1: Dracula's
2: know but if you want more trailer stuff you can I, I don't to, love dracula's to our uh episodes that we had john foley trailer maker on which are yeah. episodes goddamn two parter numbers
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Ooh, see is 110 116 and 117 <laughs> our favorite horror trailers hi john in two parts so just uh Look on our site mm-hmm. and search to uh, make sure that those Roman yep. numerals are right. I think, I think they
1: are. And the other thing that I wanted to bring to your attention is something that I, I hipped uh, Liz to when I went down, and this is a book.
2: Mm-hmm. Very cool book. The Book of Horror. The Book of Horror,
1: The Anatomy of Fear in Film by Matt Glasby. Hi, Matt. Um, Hi. This book is right, and, and, and Mike? Mike? This is it's it, this is super cool. They 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 break down horror movies by New ones. New too. Yeah, very new. It's a the, the 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 movies that they do that he that he talks about, Psycho, the Innocence, The Haunting, Um Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, Blair Witch, the others, Wolf Creek, Wreck, Lake Mungo, Martyrs, Babadook, mm-hmm. It Follows, Terrified, Hereditary. They talk about about a bunch of these, and they describe it in terms of why the movies are scary. It's like the psychology of the, of the scary in film, and it talks about the way that uh, directors and cinematographers and storytellers go about crafting a horror movie through dead space, the subliminal, the unexpected, the grotesque, dread, the uncanny, and the unstoppable. And he bookmarks every movie with the moments, and he says, "This is where the, the, these elements come into play." on a chronology of the film, and they have these these cool charts.
0: I think those are all movie titles, too, by the way.
2: <laughs> they probably are. <laughs> and it's
1: it's just, and it talks about, at you know, the, there's these fun things like this is the the breakdown for Psycho. It's like at the fifteen at the fifteen minute mark, it's the meddling cop. At the twenty eight minute minute mark, it's the mother, which is the uncanny thing where. Um, Tony Perkins sees or, or is, is is dressed as his mom and it's an uncanny element where it, and the, and then re which is at the 47 minute mark which is the big moment and that's the big spike and, is that it, really and it's 47
2: point. minutes into the film
1: Yeah and that's that's when yeah I thought
2: that was like the
1: opening. That's when Janet Lee gets the old 1 2 1 2 oh. So uh anyhow it is a it's a really interesting Analytical book about how horror movies are. A good horror movies get scary. Uh, twenty
0: twenty three release. This book.
1: Twenty twenty two release. This book. It's got to be a twenty twenty one. I think. Twenty twenty one. Okay. Because is the most really be the, the most current the most current one in here is it chapter two.
0: Okay. So should everyone expect a review on the website coming shortly from Eric Lee. Indeed. Yep. Right. Oh, that's, that's a, a yes. yes. That's a yes. yes. Book report from Eric Lee. Coming up. All right. All right. It's coming. All right.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, All right. I've got two things also. The first thing I'm going to talk about is I am not going through festival withdrawal because right now I am virtually covering Panic Fest that started today uh, mm-hmm. and is really going to kick off uh, tomorrow with their hybrid in-person and virtual components so tonight the fans in kansas city missouri are seeing renfield so they're going to get to see it right after overlook mm-hmm. and then trim season uh in the theater they're also going to get things from south by and uh overlook brooklyn 45 evil dead rise satanic mm-hmm. hispanic mm-hmm. artifice girl the elderly they're getting the um Finnish Nazi killing movie, Sisu, which, stay tuned for that, I'm getting a screener. Nice. Uh, But that's under a big embargo, but it's supposed to be a bloody good time. But if you cannot get to Kansas City, Missouri, you can watch the festival virtually from the comfort Mm -hmm. of your couch. And that's going to go on from April 14th to April 23rd. They have a pretty big number of hybrid films. It'll be on both in person and virtual, such as Invoking Yell, Lace, the documentary Satan Wants You that Mike just covered, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. all the shorts blocks. And then they have a pretty good number of virtual-only films, including uh, Stag, one of our favorites. Oh, we yeah. A Portland horror film. Alex, hello. Yes. Alex, yeah. hello. And glad you're doing Panic Fest. So check that out. It's panicfilmfest.com for your tickets, schedules, and merch. They have a really freaking cool logo. So you're just going to want to yeah, go check it, it cool. out. They have this, like, screaming cat. And yeah. It's just Get a T-shirt. bizarre. And
0: Joseph just reviewed so cool. Trim Season mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on the website. Yep.
2: And he liked it better than we all thought anybody Yeah, I
1: don't, like Yeah, so <laughs> sorry. Liz and I were trim thinking, stoner called, horror? Hmm, yeah. I, don't I don't know.
2: I don't know. So my next thing is also a book. Uh, it is called... Razorblade Tears by S.A. Cosby. Oops. Now, I am late to the S.A. Cosby party. He kind of burst onto the scene in 2020 with his second novel. is called Blacktop Wasteland, which is a bloody and gory version of the Fast and the Furious set in, like, Appalachia. This one <laughs> is Hillbilly horror. even bloodier and gorier, and it is about two uh, fathers who lose their sons. Because they were gay and married and they think it was a hate crime. And one's black and one's white. And they band together to take revenge on the people who killed their boy. It's a little Sons of Anarchy, a little uh, a little like lethal weapon, but with tons <laughs> and tons of blood. And this guy can write, it is an action movie on the page. So the reason I'm talking about this here, because it's not horror with a capital H... Is this one is gonna be re- this author and these books are really gonna be good for fans of the movies of S. Craig Zoller. I'm a big fan. So if you mm. like okay. Bone Tomahawk, uh-huh. Dragged Across Concrete, in yeah. Cell Block 99, Asylum Blackout, and Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, uh, you will like these books. And if you have seen any of those movies, I guess kind of minus Puppet Master, because that's just silly, you know that they are brutal violent, uh, just, like, fight movies. They're action yeah. movies with horrific, horrific violence. Yeah. So if that's your bag... Puppet which, Master <laughs> Littlest
1: Reich is, has got some amazing, uh, yeah. horrific violence, but it is much more fantastical not, and silly. Yeah, it's much more yeah.
2: fantastical. No one is literally brawling or dragging someone across concrete no. or this, have ripping someone the, in half.
0: Have you finished the uh, essay... Crosby book
2: uh Cosby S.A. Cosby. Cosby sorry I have finished Mr. two Cosby. of his I uh-huh. have done Razorblade Tears and Blacktop Wasteland and he has another okay. one called My Darkest Prayer that was actually his first novel that has just been like re-released and one coming this summer so I am All right. on this guy he is uh really really good and I will recommend everything he's written so far he he's uh New York Times describes him as the writer of violent noir. That's what they're calling Sweet. it. Sweet. like southern Wow. Probably cool, going to end up being cool. a
1: cinestate film at some point, it sounds like, if it's uh, Zoller's attached yeah. to it.
2: I, I'm that reading makes. the... Oh, no, he's not attached to it. I'm saying right. these are... People who like S. Craig Zoller will like these books. Oh, okay. These so well, haven't been optioned yet. I'm sure they are in the process of optioning everything this man has written right now yeah. for series. Because I'm reading them and I'm just trying to cast them. Of like, who's... Who's this dad? Who's this dad? Steven Dorf's (laughs) going to be in
0: one of them. I know it. Right, right, right. That's my recommendation. S.A. Cosby. Get on it. Yes, a good
2: Cosby.
0: The good Cosby. The good Cosby. All right, I'm going to wrap up with a quick question to you all. This can be rhetorical or not. Who is the greatest actor to have played the Boston Strangler? Is it
2: David Desmeltz?
0: Wrong. Oh. It's, no. It's, I, it's, I, I know he's
2: in the new movie, but I don't know who plays the Strangler.
0: It is a uh, different David. It's David Faustino from Married with
2: Children. Shut up.
0: Bud Bundy is the Boston Strangler. Bud Bundy <laughs> is the Boston Strangler. No. I uh I was very excited <laughs> to watch because Hulu just posted, yeah. in fact, I think it was the it was the third most streamed uh film across all platforms, the new 2023 film boston strangler and i realized there was a 1968 boston strangler with henry fonda with tony curtis with um uh george kennedy uh murray hamilton sally kellerman i mean you name it there was also so i went so i went down the i went down the boston strangler rabbit hole there have been four so i'm not including documentaries because there are eight million boston strangler documentaries I'm not including, including, you know, TV shows because there are 8 million TV shows that have dissected the Boston Strangler, but there are 4 Boston Strangler movies and I watched every single one of them this week. <laughs> Good man.
1: <laughs> you know, I am not familiar with the story of the Boston Strangler and what I what, wasn't either.
0: I wasn't deep. either. And that's what I was thinking was so interesting because there's so many different theories about the Boston Strangler. Some say it was one person, some say it was two, some say it was three, some say it was like 13 different people some of uh the albert de salvo the, the 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 people that most associate with the boston strangler in all these films he's portrayed as like dumb hyper smart perverse obtuse insane like they give him every possible so painting so possibly. they
1: have I. the, the boston strangler that was the boston strangler ever caught Uh, okay. Watch the movie. Watch the, this is plural. Read
2: the books. Right. Yeah. Read
0: the books. But here's what I'll tell you. Uh so there are four. Uh there was one in 1968, one in 2006 one in 2008 and then this most recent one uh, that came out with uh came out in 2023, and of course the 2023 one as Liz noted, uh does have uh David Das Malchin as Albert DeSalvo, commonly known as the Boston Strangler also got keira knightley it's also got chris cooper uh, mm. here's my ranking of the boston strangler movies from worst to best 2008 uh the david uh faustino uh from uh the uh david uh married with children Bostino as Albert DeSalvo. That doesn't align. Universally to me. <laughs> the worst possible movie. I one of the worst films I've ever seen. And in fact, Ooh. they are so lazy with the costuming and the design and the set work. This is a film that's set in the 1960s. You can literally see like ADT security signs uh. on the windows. <laughs> At one point, they're clearly in a hotel room because it's got like a key card. Okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, What's it called? The Boston Strangler? Are they all uh, called that, the Boston the, Strangler? The,
0: 2000, the 2008 one is called Boston Strangler, Boston Strangler: The Untold Story. No. Because, it was, because, was, it because it's in the future. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, there was one that came out two years prior to that, also pretty, pretty awful and pretty lazy. This was uh, 2006, directed by Keith Whaley, who did. He was a producer on Society. Uh, Bride of Reanimator, Nightwish, a lot so work of work uh, with Yuzna, then. 80 stuff. This one uh, largely follows the interrogation of Albert Salvo, as a lot of these films do, but not by the Henry Fonda character in the 1968 version, but by this hunky detective who has incredibly long hair for somebody who was from the 1960s but whatever
1: crazy the heavy. third one
0: uh, or second best is the 2013 version that just came out. this one is pretty interesting because this largely is sort of a feminist take on the Boston Strangler meaning it follows Kira Knightley as a Loretta McLaughlin who is the reporter who broke the story for the Boston record American and her sort of writing partner who is also a woman. This is an interesting one because it, it spirals off into many different theories about the Boston Strangler. But unfortunately, it's kind of boring. It's really well done, but it's just kind of boring. Informative,
1: the, but dull.
0: Yeah. The it best one is like the
2: they next, tried to do like the Zodiac treatment, but that movie is gripping. not, boring. No. Yeah, not <laughs> boring. no, it also has David
1: Fincher at the helm. So,
2: you That's know,
0: true. The last, the last one is the 1968 uh, that had Richard Fleischer at the helm, and this one, of course, I mentioned Tony Curtis plays Albert Salvo. You had Henry Fonda, George Kennedy, uh, uh, Sally Kellerman. This one is super innovative for the 1960s, very interesting. Obviously, they got all the set design stuff down because the last, the 13th person who was murdered in the, or, or uh, commonly associated with. Uh, the Boston Strangler Murders uh, was was in 1964, so this was only four right. years later, and it kind of covers right. uh, a lot of that period and that era. I mean, obviously, Tony Curtis does a great job as Albert Salvo, super creepy. In this version, they play him as insane and really weird, and in fact, uh, the, the, the idea is that he has uh, a split personality, and he has two identities that are kind of unaware of each other, mm-hmm. and that's what... That's what Henry Fonda is poking apart at to try to get at. And, and
1: so do they play it where he's both smart and stupid kind of a thing, like when, where you yep. were saying that there's that dichotomy
0: yep. of, of, of yep. his existence? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. So uh, I will be getting up a list, promise, so now that I've watched all the Boston Strangler films. And I did verify that uh, I have watched all the Va- Boston Strangler films. All of these are super easy to get at, save for the 2006 version, which you cannot get anywhere. I had to go to Movie Madness. Of course, they had it. Uh, they just they just have a DVD copy. And you, and you had no
1: to DVD. you had to do a blood draw and a, a, a yeah, passport 200, to get that
0: two hundred dollar deposit. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Uh, it's it's complete garbage. I don't know why anybody would rent it. And I was probably <laughs> the first and last person to ever <laughs> rent it at Movie Madness, but I did.
1: You're a completionist, good boy
0: and it's done. So, stay tuned for a complete rundown of all of the Boston Strangler Question. films ranked. It, is yep. the is
1: the 68 film called the
0: Boston Strangler? It is. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that sounds like the one yeah. to catch. Yep. The 68 the 68 one and then of course the 2023 one are both called the Boston Strangler. As okay. is the 2006 version. The only one that's not is the David Faustino one, which is called <laughs> Married, the with... Married the with the Boston Strangler. Married with the Boston Strangler. Married to, married with, the Boston (laughs) Strangler. Oh, goodness. All right, who is taking us out of here tonight? Liz, have you got a quote from your book?
2: Let's see. Uh, On the inside of the jacket is, well, first, Walter Mosley says that S.A. Crosby has reinvented the American crime novel, and this one is, A Black Father, A White Father, Two Dead Sons, A Quest for Revenge and redemption.